Hello there, friends. This is Spencer Michaud, and today we're going to be talking about the full moon in the first decan of Leo. Uh, this is going to be happening on January the 28th at around 2.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, today we're just going to kind of unpack all of the, the different facets of this full moon, um, some of the archetypal symbolism, uh, a fixed star that it is near, and we'll do an I Ching reading to try to get to the core essence of what we are experiencing. So let's take a look at the chart of the moment and see what we can see. Get this out of the way and we'll make this big. All right, so this is our chart, Thursday, January the 28th, 2.16 p.m. Eastern Time. And we are seeing the sun in the first decan of Aquarius at nine degrees of Aquarius. And the sun is hanging out with a whole, a whole mess of friends right now. Um, the sun is co-present with its host, Saturn. Um, it is making a Kazemi moment or a conjunction with Jupiter later in the day. So that's really important. That's an important part of our story. And we have Mercury also in Aquarius as well, and it's about to station retrograde in the next day or so. Um, we are seeing the moon becoming full at nine degrees of Leo, the first decade of Leo. So we're, we're dealing with issues of selection, the sun, and being special and being part of the, the in crowd, I guess, and uh, themes of being the exile. Um, the sun and all of these other Aquarius planets are, are really bringing a focal point on the people on the fringes of society right now, and potentially people who are outside of the walls. Uh, and the moon is really kind of giving us this opposition energy. Full moons are always opposition, so we're trying to balance these things out. And we have a solar focus on, you know, maybe breaking away from the crowd, breaking away from the herd. Oppositions are of the nature of Saturn. So this is a really Saturnian kind of vibe we're going for here. Um, so we may be feeling this impulse, this kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, impetus from our soul or from our higher self to break away from the crowd and to be able to maybe forge our own path, um, to be able to do something unorthodox. And uh, it might not be popular. It might not be the popular decision. Um, it might not be something that will bring you uh, immediate recognition. And this may be something that we're really trying to balance out. There may be opportunities in your life to, that are coming up to, to follow along with the, the way everything is, is going or the way that um, other people may be doing something. But here we're going to be kind of um, you know, really trying to balance out these two, these two uh, you know, competing interests, I guess. Um, Austin Coppock calls this decan that the sun is in, the mark of exile, and the Book of Toth and Book T called the, the card associated with this, the Five of, of Swords, defeat. So it may feel like a defeat if we're not able to, to do everything that somebody else is doing. Um, but eventually this may lead to some wisdom, especially with the conjunction with Jupiter today. The card that represents the moon is the Five of Wands. And this is called Strife in Book T and Book of Toth. And Austin Coppock calls it the spotlight. And in it, we see five young gentlemen that are kind of competing for position. 
And it may be some kind of mock battle. It may seem more important than it actually is, but this card sort of speaks to like competition, um, being able to gain people's attention. Maybe it's through business relationships or through, oh, I don't know, some kind of game. Um, but, but again, thinking of it as a game, uh, this, this deck in, speaks to uh, trying to find your personal identity and authenticity. And I think that this full moon is speaking towards trying to find authenticity, potentially through breaking away from, from the herd and not following along with the group. And that's going to be real difficult. One of the things that Aquarian placements often ask of us is, can you be true to yourself without the applause of an audience? Um, I often speak of this with my Aquarian type clients and say, what do you believe in? And is this important enough to you to be able to do it without you know, the approval of your parents, of your family, of your friends, of your community. Um, sometimes, like when we are dealing with a Saturnian type of planet, and here Aquarius is, is very Saturnian, it's an idealistic Saturn. So sometimes we may have to, you know, deny ourselves something or go into intentional exile because of our ideals, because of something that we believe in that maybe. Um, that other people might not always understand, and that's okay. Um, that takes maturity. That takes a lot of courage to be able to break apart from your your fellow um, contemporaries and say, you know what, this maybe this isn't right for me right now, or I have this other thing that I'm working on, and it's really difficult because I will say it it is difficult to to say no, and it's difficult to to feel like you're disappointing people. Um, I've gone through situations like this, and it's it's been difficult for me to say no in certain situations because a lot of times you go back and forth about the you know what could be the the rewards of saying yes. Um, you know you want to help people, you want to be a part of something, but at the end of the day, you kind of have to live with your own situation, and we're living in divine timing too. Um, we may feel like we have to rush at the whatever opportunity is offered to us. Um, but if in, in your life, it doesn't feel like something is, is completely the right time for you, that's when it, it, you really have to take that, um, take a chance and risk someone's disapproval to be able to maintain your integrity. And this full moon has a Mars element to it as well. There is a Mars square that's happening very closely in alignment to all of this. And I think that this full moon is kind of telling us a story. And the story is, is going like this. We have a Saturnian impulse because Saturn is providing resources for the moon and for Jupiter. And what the moon likes to do is collect light and distribute it uh, to something else. So the moon is collecting the light of the sun and the light of Jupiter. Okay, so we have Jupiter and the sun very close together. And it's kind of distributing it to Mars, okay? Because eventually this full moon will make a square once it moves to about 10 degrees of Leo, we're gonna have a square relationship with Mars. So there may be something that you're having a new realization about so some kind of um, 
integrity impulse with with Jupiter, some kind of belief system that may be outside of the norms of your community that is leading you to maybe create a break from something that is leading to a severance that could potentially separate us from potential benefactors. That's that's one of the themes of uh, the six of pentacles is, is charity, benefactors. There could be some challenges with resources. Um, but I think that at the end of the day, uh, this new Jupiterian impulse is going to lead to uh, a bigger integrity than maybe a momentary um, I don't know, a momentary reward. So I think that the impulse that we're getting with this full moon is that we're really being asked to balance out the moment versus our long-term goals. And if something doesn't fit within our, our long-term integrity, it's okay to separate from it for the time being. It doesn't mean you're abandoning it completely. Um, there is, you know, there. I did a, a reading for Mars in the second decan of Taurus, and I, this is in a separate video if you want to check it out on my channel, but uh, I got the hexagram 33, which is called withdraw, um, you know, with Mars in the second decan of Taurus. And one of the things that really stuck out to me with that was when you're withdrawing from a situation, it doesn't mean you're completely abandoning a situation. It just means that you're, you know, trying to, to um, you know, like a tree in, the, in winter time you are bringing your energy internal. You know, you're, you are slowing all your processes down and conserving your energy for, for a later flowering, for a later fruiting. And I think that this is probably a lot of what a lot of us are feeling right now is um, many of us are maybe spread thin. Um, we're being challenged by just the, the circumstances of life right now with COVID and with you know, some of the changes that are happening on a social level. And we may just not have enough to give to some of the things that are competing for our attention. And it's okay to withdraw into yourself and to say, you know what, I think that I just have to reserve some energy. And, you know, one of the things that, that came up with this is that, uh, you know, there's a fixed star that this is, um, that this full moon is, is, is contacting at nine degrees of Leo. It's called Acellus Australis. I'm going to show you this in a second because I think there, there's some wisdom in this also. And then we'll get to the uh, I Ching reading for this particular full moon. Um, so I'm going to show you the star chart here and I will try to narrate if you're just listening along on the audio. So here we see the full moon and it is right in the middle of the clause of the constellation Cancer. And yes, it is in tropical Leo, but because of the separation of precession, we are seeing this moon contacting sidereal cancer, the constellation of cancer. And there are two fixed stars uh, in this area called uh, Acellus Australis and Acellus Borealis. And these were the two celestial asses <laughs> that I like to talk about. Um, you know, they were donkeys or mules. And uh, this, this full moon is a little bit closer to Acellus Australis, the southern ass. And these donkeys or mules were associated with Dionysus. And they were two animals that assisted Dionysus after he got stuck in a marsh um, and he was starting to wither under the heat of the sun. 
So he got himself into some trouble and these, these two animals helped him out and helped get him out of trouble. Now, one of them, the Northern ass was a little bit easier to guide and to tame, but the Southern one was a little bit more unruly and had a little bit more of an, an animal nature to it that was, you know, maybe it was harder to control. It was bucking. It was a little more wild. There's another myth that talks about these um, mules being, uh, you know, carrying the gods, the Olympian gods into battle with the Titans. So again, just kind of being riding along on something. Now, with this um, position, there are ancient texts that talk about uh, burns, fevers, disgraces, potentially, unfair accusations, oversensitivity to criticism. Um, again, this is the more malefic of the pair that's harder to control. So this may be where you have some, some impulses that are coming up that are difficult to manage. And one of the books that I like, it's called, um, it's called Fixed Stars in the Chart by Oscar Hoffman, gives a little bit of a, a way to deal with this energy. And it's being able to subjugate our, our more primal nature and, and try to, you know, be in control of those wilder impulses. Uh, he says this represents dark forces that threaten to escape uh, its rider. Okay, so we may be riding along on something and there may come a situation in our life that, that may be difficult for us to control, that we aren't anticipating all of the ins and outs of what it could represent and what kind of disruption it might create in our life. And again, by you know understanding what the planets are doing and what the planets are asking of us, we can find a good solution. And I think with this, we're, t we're carrying our integrity, Jupiter, over into potentially being able to, to say a constructive no in our life, right? Something where we are separating from something that could potentially create disruption. And again, we're not abandoning the situation 100%, but it, it may just not be the right time. Um, the uh, hexagram that came up for this I do a hexagram, a Nai Ching reading for every lunation, but also with every transit of planets now. I really like this um, addition to my forecasting things. Um, I am very much a believer in integrative divination or interdisciplinary divination. I think that spirit can, can speak to us in many different languages and whatever we've become entrained to or whatever we've tuned into like a radio receiver, I think we can find truth in that. And I'm really enjoying being able to kind of check my work almost with astrology and get some feedback through something like the I Ching. The I Ching is very direct. Um, an astrological chart can mean many different things. Uh, and there is sometimes a specificity that that is lacking in the astrological chart, depending on your opinion and your technique. Um, but I find that the I Ching really clarifies a lot of these things. And this full moon is uh, represented with the I Ching with the hexagram 17, which is called following or adapting. And in my favorite translation by Hillary Barrett, she asks these questions of hexagram 17. How are things flowing? How can you 
move with them? Where are you being guided and nudged? Uh, this talks about the adaptation of animals' pelts when autumn is approaching. So how can you adapt your vision to potentially downsizing uh, and conserving your energy? Um, you know, we might be heading into a season of our lives here that, are, that are, will require um, more of our attention where we may not have connection to the, the same resources that we've always had. And in those times, I think it's really important to scale down what we're doing. Um, and that will lead, I think that can lead to more success. Sometimes when we have a vision that is a little bit grandiose, uh, and this happens to everyone, we get excited, we get enthusiastic about things. And, you know, a lot, I'm, I'm not immune to this whatsoever. My, my first impulse is to do something very big. And I've really had to train myself over the years to, to learn that uh, small movements and small attentions can have just as much impact as, as a big kind of thing. And um, that's something that's really been a, a, a maturation process over the course of my life, especially with all the Virgo that I have in my chart, paying attention to the details and the small matters of life. So how can you adapt? All right. How can you adapt your vision to the needs of the moment, to the needs of your milieu? Um, and this, this has a few changing lines. There, the first was the line number five, and these were up closer to the, the, the heavenly realm. So this may be more about our ideals rather than our practical considerations with these changing lines being, you know, up near the upper hexagram. And line five says, if you sincerely insist upon the very best, chances are that you will get it. So set your sights high. There is good fortune. So being confident in your path um, and being confident in, in the paths unfolding um, and being true to your integrity being true to your past achievements and what has worked for you in the past can, can bring good fortune. So again, this is, this is the element of Jupiter being conjunct the sun. Being true to your higher self is going to lead to um, a better outcome with this full moon. Okay, so the power of your integrity. Uh, line six says, you are called upon uh, by virtue of your experience and wisdom to support another. By becoming involved, you will be rewarded for your selfless commitment. So maybe there is a situation where you have to get involved and you have to help someone else. Um, it's, there's a, there's, it's a balance though, right? Uh, maybe your involvement is a smaller involvement. Maybe instead of becoming involved in a bigger project, you can become involved in a smaller representation. Maybe it's a little bit more of um, uh a temporary involvement rather than a long-term commitment. So again, we're always trying to balance energies at a full moon. And in this case, in this access in particular, we're balancing out long-term rewards versus living in the moment, um, our own personal needs with, with the needs of our collective and with the needs of the group. Um, so those are some things to meditate on. And this is moving towards the hexagram 21, which is called biting through or reform. And the questions that Miss Barrett asks are, what must you do to get to the truth? How can you become more effective? Uh, bite through to the truth. Chew on it till you get to the core essence. This, this hexagram reminds me of like uh, a piece of beef jerky. I've got a, 
a thing of beef jerky here that sometimes that I will chew on. So this is like you have an issue. You have a problem that you're dealing with, and it may be an old problem. And you kind of have to take it into your mouth or into your core and work it a little bit with your teeth. You can't just put a piece of jerky in your mouth and swallow it, or it's not going to sit well. You have to chew it for a while. You have to be able to get to that core essence. I think this is about working through a problem that may have surfaced in our life and really, really understanding the core of that issue so that we can uh, either be a part of it or uh, move on from it. So it's okay to kind of work through this slowly, to, to chew on it, to take it into yourself and try to uh, see if it resonates with you or if it does not. And it's okay either way, if it, if it does or if it doesn't. I would say I would caution you with this moon's conjunction with Acellus Australis. Really important to, to maintain your integrity here too. This one, can it can feel like if we are experiencing a rejection or if we are the ones that are doing the rejection, it can be tempting to lash out and to feel like we're being criticized or feel like, you know, if someone's not jumping on board with our vision, that it's a, it is a reflection of our, of our identity. But I don't think that that's the case. I, I would, I would resist that temptation to feel like if you are not getting that quality of selection to take it personally, this is where our objectivity comes in. It's, it's very hard to understand someone else's reality sometimes. I, I think there's a lot that goes on underneath the surface of our lives that we don't always understand about other people, especially when we're trying to work together on something. Um, sometimes if someone isn't able to uh, do something, it may be just because they're feeling really overwhelmed in their own life and it has really absolutely nothing to do with you. This was, this was one of the things that I learned from really incorporating the four agreements into my life. And that one of the four agreements was don't, think, take, don't take things personally. And that just means that what other people are deciding or choosing is not necessarily a reflection on you or your character. There may be just something that they are going through in their own personal life. And um, yeah, I, I, and I, so I would really caution you to, to keep your own ego in check with this full moon as well and to not take uh, things personally, whether people are, you know, be, being the exile or if you have become the exile, don't take it personally. You're going to have to really lean into your um, ability to know that you are on the right path and that your path is not everyone's path. That's, that's hard to do. That was a hard lesson for me growing up. Um, I was someone who was really, really afraid to say no and got myself into some situations that just overwhelmed me because of my inability to constructively and gracefully say no. And saying no doesn't mean that you completely reject the other person either. Their path could be the right path for them and it could not be the right path for you. And if you can be graceful, if you can maybe even leave uh, a possibility for a return later. I think that can really help you to not burn your bridges when you when you need to separate from something. I think this is important with this Mars square, with this full moon, is you don't need to burn a bridge, even if uh, the moment isn't right for you to be part of that that venture. 
So one other thing I wanted to talk about was just the the cycle of this uh, moon in general, and we'll we'll finish up with that here. So this is a, a, what is coming to fruition of our new moon that we experienced on the 13th of January. And that, that new moon was at 23 degrees of Capricorn in conjunct Pluto. So this was really trying to uh, transform and bring up from the underworld the way that we administrate our power, the way that we organize our material lives. And we had to really come to terms with maybe some of the the, the things that we had pushed down underneath the surface, like, like these tree roots that may spread out, any resentments we may be feeling, any uh, dark emotions that we are dealing with that didn't really um, get processed in the past. Some of those things might be coming up with this full moon too, because this is a continuation of that lunar cycle. So again, maintaining your integrity at all costs, I think is really, really important. Um, we are going to be seeing a last quarter moon. I'll move forward with this at uh, on February the fourth. Okay, so this isn't the kind of the next, you know, story uh, in this lunar phase. We're going to see a last quarter moon phase in Scorpio, at about sixteen degrees of Scorpio in Aquarius, where uh, Mercury will be retrograde. We're going to have an opposition between the moon and Mars. So instead of that square, we may something is going to come to a head, uh, a separation potentially. And this may be where we're changing our mind about something, where we are uh, experiencing a, an existential crisis of some sort. This may be where our, our integrity is challenged once again, because the moon will also be making a square to, to Jupiter. So whatever you've decided at this full moon, expect it to, to, to be challenged. Like if you said a no to something, expect it to maybe come up again and to, and to have your uh, commitment to your position eventually, you know, go through a testing phase, which is okay. Uh, a lot of the times when we're trying to deal with learning, um, we will get tested. If we've made a tough choice, uh, it, it will, our, our commitment to that choice will be tested in the future. And that's okay. And, you know, it's okay if you change your mind on something too. Remember, like, this is the, the beautiful thing about uh, time and our lives and, and the moon is it's constantly changing. And what is true for us in one moment may not be true for us in the future. So that's the beauty of being open to allowing the moment to inform your, your decisions while, while all the while keeping your long-term vision in, in your sights, Okay. And this will, this will resolve itself. This lunar cycle will, will resolve itself on February the 11th. That's when we experience our new moon at 23 degrees of Aquarius. And I'll do another video when we get to that point. But that new moon is going to be about maybe a, a new start within a group consciousness. Maybe we are leaving something behind completely because... Aquarius 3 is about leaving the known completely. So that that will be something to a time frame to maybe start something completely unorthodox or start a, a period where you are finally just leaving this all behind. This that Deccan was was kind of the one of the things I've thought about with that card, the seven of swords, was kind of like Frodo leaving Middle Earth behind. 
where he had just seen enough. He had seen too many things to go back to the Shire. He couldn't go back to what he had uh, known in the past. So he had to retire to the, to the, to the West. Okay. So that may be where we're finally just ready to leave something in the past behind. So this, this, this lunar cycle may be that process and, and preparing us for that, that start of being able to finally let go of something for good. All right, everybody, that is what I have for you today for this full moon. I hope that you're doing well out there. This is a time period when emotions can rise to the surface. So, so be kind to yourself and be kind to one another. Take a deep, deep breath if you're feeling like you need to express an emotion and try to center yourself. Practice all of your good self-care and realize that this too shall pass. So uh, that's what I have for you today. If you are enjoying these videos, uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, share it with your friends. I do have a couple of donation links if you want to support the work that I do materially. I have a Venmo or a PayPal me, PayPal me, uh, paypal.me backslash Spencer Michaud. That is always appreciated. I have much gratitude for all of the help that you are providing for the work that I'm doing. Um, so that's what I've got for today. Uh, I will see you soon. Many, many, many videos coming. So I don't know about you. I'm, I'm getting a little tired with the full moon, but eventually there will be rest and there will be peace. So I will talk to you all soon. Take care. Peace.